What's up, gang? What up, dope jerks? This is Jake Esso, and I'm doing another episode of Confessions, Confessions of a Basement Yeah, yeah, in the studio, dressed like a white boy, yeah. And in this episode, we're going to review a game what is named Murdered Soul Suspect by Square Enix, 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 available on all your favorite platforms, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. It actually came out a couple years ago. It's not a brand new game or anything, but it was on sale on uh, the like Halloween specials on PlayStation Network, and it was five bucks. So, and I heard enough about it, and then I found out that it actually takes place in Salem, Massachusetts. So I thought, how fitting, because I was just in Salem, Massachusetts over. Uh, the Halloween ha- haunted happenings and their whole Halloween season. So I'm like, I want to play a game that takes place in Salem, Massachusetts. It is also a cool mystery. So I was like, yeah, let me play this game real quick. It's a third person uh, player game. And what happens is you are a detective named Ronan O'Connor and you are a detective in Salem, and what happens is in the very beginning of the game, you get killed, and you are now a ghost, and as a ghost, you have to solve your murder from beyond the grave, and that's pretty cool. I thought that's cool. How cool is that? First of all, I like mystery games. That's why I liked uh, Fables, Telltale Fables, The Wolf Among Us. You know, it's a mystery, a noir mystery, so I like having to solve a mystery in a game. It's fun. But uh, this game has, sort of comes up short in many ways, not most of which being the length of the campaign. I beat it in about four, hmm, four 90-minute playthroughs or, yeah, sessions, whatever you want to call it. So that's about six hours, and it goes quick. There's a lot of cutscenes, and it's pretty much a sort of, like, you're just sort of playing through the game. You're not, there's not a lot of interactivity. It's, you know, you're going, questioning people, possessing people. You know, you team up with this girl who's a medium and her mom's missing and you find out that she's actually at the place where you were killed by this, the bell killer, serial murderer, who's been going around killing people. And you end up working with her because she can see you and she can talk to you, which is pretty cool. Like I gotta say, there's cool things about this game. The storyline is cool. I think that's an interesting place to start a game. You're a dead detective and you have to solve your own murder and you have to work with this young sort of hipster medium chick who's missing her mom, who's also a, a medium. And the the murders continue, and then you also see murders from before, and you have to talk to ghosts and sort of interview ghosts and try to get, you know, uh, their side of the story and try to piece together who this bell killer is and what his uh, motives are. And uh, that's pretty cool. The thing about it is you don't – there's not a lot of um, – actual deduction as a detective you pretty much just go around collecting clues and then once you have all the clues in one section it says you know solve the whatever case or solve this part of the case and you go in and you just select stuff and if you get it wrong there's no penalty and if you get it right it just continues the story so you're just playing through this kind of like a telltale game but it doesn't have the same 
you know, Telltale Games, you're playing a comic where this is like they wanted to make a game, but, you know, the, the combat system is really lacking. And it's not, there's no real difficulty to this game. That's the thing. Like, the difficulty isn't in the detective work. The difficulty isn't in the combat, which really, there's no combat. There's these, like, floating demons, and you have to sneak up behind them, and then you execute them by, like, pulling the, the, the real soul out of, that's been possessed by this demon soul. So it's all on the, you know, the demon or the uh, afterlife plane. Like, there's no actual combat with people or killing people or using your... You can poltergeist stuff where you can turn a TV on to distract a cop so your friend can escape. But you, you're never at any point really, like, worried that you're going to mess something up. You're just sort of a paint-by-numbers. It's a walkthrough. You're just walking through, collecting stuff, you know, trying to figure out who done it. And I got to say, the story is cool. Like, you're going back and forth. You go to, like, sort of 16th century Salem with the witch burnings. And it was cool because there were some parts that, having just been to Salem, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's like the Salem uh, History Museum. And they did get some factual stuff in there, some real historical factual stuff in there. They didn't really use names and stuff. But the way they were killed and, you know, the sort of judgments and the burnings and the children and the, the hangings and the drownings, you know, they did their homework i don't know if they really mapped out salem city proper either i don't think they did but it was cool that it was in salem although i will say that there wasn't a single person with a boston accent which was kind of disappointing kind of wanted to see like somebody with a boston accent in a video game like what are you doing there pal trying to solve a murder you want to go get some dunkin donuts and we'll freaking solve this freaking murder from beyond the grave pal you know there was none of that which is sort of disappointing you know uh but it did keep my attention to play through and finish it. There was never a point where, you know, since there was such a lack of, uh, I guess, difficulty or incentive that I was just like, fuck this. Let me put this game away. Uh, I just, I, I was, I got to a point where I was like, well, I'll just play through this and finish it and see who did it. You know, that was my big incentive to just beat the game. And I did enjoy, I got to say, it's weird because... I did enjoy being a ghost. You're walking through walls, you're possessing people, you can read their inner thoughts, and then there's some people you have to sort of take different clues and put them into their mind to influence them to fucking whatever, open a door, because they they set it up in the beginning that certain buildings in Salem were blessed by whatever church from hundreds of years ago, so ghosts can't enter unless it's opened by a person, so there's places you can go into places you can't and then intermixed once you're in the uh you know the death plane there's parts that are old salem that you cannot get into that are like real to you because they're ghost ships and buildings and then there's the you know the waking plane and they're sort of mixed together and it's basically used to keep you on the straight and narrow like there's only so many places you can go in the game it's not an open world game which i almost prefer at this point because if you're not going to you know, make the game full with combat and, and story. Like, don't give me this open world to fucking journey through when I don't even need to be walking over there and walking over here and shit. You know, there's collectibles and you can help ghosts. There's like these side missions where you can help the ghosts uh, sort of go get, uh, be put to rest. They don't know why they're dead or they don't know if they killed someone and they have guilt. So they're, they're still trapped on the sort of purgatorial plane that you're in. And then if you solve their little death or whatever crime they're wrapped in they get they like get sucked up to heaven or some shit like that which is pretty cool i mean that's their fun side missions it's all again you're never really deducing anything 
you just have to the hardest part is just collecting the little clues that are all around the buildings and you know in the graveyards and in the sane asylum it's pretty cool though there's it's weird i'm torn about this game because i look at it i'm like oh yeah that part was pretty cool you know you have to free this one girl from an insane asylum and then you find out that she's possessed by her sister who was killed by the bell killer and they were supposed to both uh, supposed to be killed but only one of them got killed and one of them survived and so the one that survived was put into a mental institution and you have to use your friend joy the the girl medium to sneak in there and question this girl about who this bell killer is, you know? So, I mean, it's very strange because I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did like that. Oh, yeah, I did like that. And then and then I think, oh, shit, but there was nothing to this game, you know? It was no, there was nothing to it. It could have just been, I could have just been watching, like, a, a CGI a movie, but... But again, watching a CGI movie, I would rather just have the control and play the CGI movie. So in that respect... It was fun, you know, because you're playing this little movie. It's short, you know, it's six hours. Uh, there's no, like, ramping and difficulty. It sort of stays the same throughout the whole game. You don't get any new uh, upgrades or any new powers. You do get the ability to teleport at one point, but that's it. That's the only time you actually get, like, a new ability. And uh, it's, you know, so you're not doing anything except now you can teleport. You know, it doesn't. That's not like now that you can teleport, it opens up all these different areas in the game, kind of like how Zelda does. Once you get a new uh, gadget or ability, you can now enter a different part of the world. It's like, no, now you can teleport, so have fun teleporting around the same places that you've been uh, a dozen times. So it left a lot to be desired. But then it had some points to it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, I, I liked parts of it, you know. But with that said, you couldn't really give it more than a 6 out of 10. I can't, you know, just on principle. But, you know, but it's a full AAA game. It looks good. The voice acting's pretty good. You know, it's a fun concept. It just, they just sort of stopped. They stopped where they could have kept going. And then... Well, I should say, if I bought this game at $60, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be so pissed. I guess I'm coming from a place where I paid $5 for this game. So I'm like, yeah, that was fun. Who cares? It's 5 bucks. I can delete it off my hard drive and open up the space to something else. And 5 bucks, no harm, no foul. It's like renting a movie or some shit. What do I care? Have a little fun with it. Play through the story and move on. But yeah, if I was like, oh, a new Square Enix game, I can't wait to play it. Oh, I'll buy it at fucking fifty nine ninety nine, and then I play it, and it takes me all of four sessions to beat it, and there's nothing else to it. I'd be like, fuck this game. Fuck this game. But since that wasn't my experience with the game, I will give it a 6 out of 10. Maybe like a 6. No, I would say 6.5 for some parts, and then 6 for the rest. 6.5 for the story and the concept, and then a 6 for the actual execution. So, Murdered Soul Suspect uh, goes along with my whole Salem, Massachusetts thing. Don't don't let this ruin your opinion on Salem, Massachusetts either, because it doesn't really do it justice. You got to go to Salem, Massachusetts yourself. It does a little justice with the with the history they put into it, but but yeah. So this was Murdered Soul Suspect. Check out Salem, Massachusetts. Check out our other podcast that we did live from Salem, Massachusetts, because we talk about the witch hunts and all that. Um, and this is Jake Kessel with another episode of, um, what's it called? Uh, Confessions of a Basement Dweller. You jerk. All right.